Welcome to Mimesis, the podcast about all the twisted ways art and life imitate each other. I'm Sandra Sheriff Zacherly. And I'm Stacey Rourke. And we are your host on this Saini Adventure. I am wow. off to a great start today. <laughs> you would off think that I'd be start. that I might be drunk, but I'm not. <laughs> Stone sober can't speak. Stone We're sober off to a can't good start. Mm-hmm. Well, I will tag on that we are now part of the Once Upon a Podcast Network. We actually have a show launching tomorrow under the network. Yes, we do. With financial tips. What's what's the title of it? Uh, The Money Over Easy Show. Conversations with Money Made Easy. That's fantastic. I am very much looking forward to it. Me too. I've been editing for her and I like it so far. (laughs) Yeah. Are you learning a lot? I am, yeah. I'm like, ooh, I can do this. Ooh, I can do that. <laughs> so you're learning about financial stuff, and I'm prepping for my next uh, episode with Rue, our uh, Bitaboo Paranormal Podcast. Yeah. We have we're recording a new episode on Sunday, and Rue has got something paranormal she's going to present. So I'm excited. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, she's keeping it a secret from me. Oh man. I'll just listen to it soon. There you go. When you got to edit it, so I know. (laughs) So how's the snow up there, Miss Ma'am? The cold? Um, No snow. It's freezing today. It's thirty degrees right now. Oh, but it's so windy. That kind of wind that blows right to your bones. Yes. Yes, oh, I hate and it that. was raining this morning, and last night, it was gross. Ew. Yeah. Really, really gross. Uh, I was at the beach all day. <laughs> I know. You sent me that little video, and I was like, well, it looks absolutely lovely. I will say the water was too cold to swim in today. The water was was pretty brisk, so we did not swim, but we were at the beach all day. And it wasn't, you know, sometimes you can go to the beach and it's so sweltering that but you, you just get feel in like and... you're baking. Yeah. And it wasn't like that. It was just, you know, it was the kind of day where you can just sit and watch the pelicans and enjoy the breeze and play in the sand and go hunting nice. for seashells. It was gorgeous. Oh, that's like 82 fun. degrees. Yeah. It, was nice. Ugh, it wasn't so too jealous. crowded. We went to, um, we went to a new, a new beach we hadn't gone to before. I can't remember the name of it. It started with a V in like Vant Park or something like that. Okay. It fantastic. It was it was really nice. It was over in the, uh, the Flagler County area, which got hit really hard by the last hurricane. Yeah. And walking along the beach, you could see there was a lot of million dollar homes that were damaged and there was a lot of boardwalks washed away. Oh, wow. Yeah. You could still see some of the remnants there, but they're picking up and- it's just a beautiful day. Yeah. I know. The video that you sent, like I said, just looked absolutely stunning. Like the perfect beach day. It was it was gorgeous. Great day. And nobody got sunburnt. That's uh, always daughter, a win. <laughs> yeah. My daughter did realize that uh, when we got to the beach, she noticed that there was a hole in the butt cheek of her swimsuit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
there weren't enough people on the beach for her to be embarrassed about it. So she was just like, whatever. It's going to happen, I guess. <laughs> but those ones are going in the garbage as soon as yeah, we get home. <laughs> that, one's, that one's going in the garbage can. Yeah. And she found this big... I don't even know what it was. It was like seashells and sand and everything, but it was it formed a big giant block and she wanted to see if she took it down to the water if it would wash it away break apart. and it would break apart. And instead, first of all, it did not break apart. Second of all, a wave hit it and threw it at her leg and like cut her leg open pretty good. So Ouch. she had like like four scratches down her knee. <laughs> Yeah, she didn't want to play in the water anymore after that. No. No, no. This is like the third beach trip in a row that she's ended up bloody by the time we came home. She does the beach wrong. She's beaching <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I keep Emma telling her home. you don't need to offer a blood sacrifice to the ocean. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Emma came home what? Emma came home... Um yesterday i think it was and she had like a giant scratch on the back of her leg she said that she went to like lean back and talk to her friend and then leaned forward and her chair broke in the lunchroom and so not only did it happen in front of the entire school but then one of the security guards ran over and then the other guy had a chair because he saw what happened was like running it over to her oh my god are you okay she goes i'm fine i laughed at it everybody laughed at it and i was just glad that she didn't take it personally that she just laughed at herself yeah because that can go you can either be part of the joke or you can be the butt of the joke right you know if you stand up if you take a bow if you laugh it off then it's no big deal but if you like instantly burst out crying then it's going to change things for you. So Yeah. No, she good for was her. instantly laughing. <laughs> I love that they were running a chair over with over their heads. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. But then she's like, they put the chair on top. So they were like, they have like the circle tables with like the circle stools that are connected yeah. to the table. She said yeah. they put the chair on top of the broken seat. And I said, <laughs> well, that's not safe. They want you to fall again. <laughs> It was just funny. Like it was Apparently, really they wanted wobbly. her to do it again. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Yeah. Stick the yeah. landing this time. <laughs> it was funny. Oh, goodness. How fun. Okay. All right, ma'am. Well, what are we talking about today? We are talking about none other than St. Patrick's Day. Which is today. This is not, not going to be St. Patrick's Day. That's why I said Day. I'm not drunk. Yeah, I do have a drink in my hand, but listen, listen, I was at the beach all day long and had nothing cocktail related. Oh, you should have had a pina colada. I'm going to have my cocktail now. Uh, Yeah, Um, you have to. But we're recording on St. Patrick's Day. Yes. But it will not be St. Patrick's Day when it's released. Right. That was one thing. We were at the beach and I'm going... I don't want to be here super late because I don't know if people are going to be like getting drunk and stupid on the beach. I don't think you you're allowed to, but I don't know. So well, that and you don't that. want to be driving around with people yeah. having drink all day and then trying to finally drive home because yeah. they're drunk at 
six o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. But we wanted to try and stay and watch the rocket launch while we were over on the coast. Yeah. We did not see the rocket launch. It was too cloudy. (laughs) Oh, well. Yeah, we watched it online because once you said that, I looked it up and Evan's like, once I got it, it was like one minute and 10 seconds left. And I was like, let's go. (laughs) Yeah, we saw saw the um, booster flare. We could see the flame. But then it disappeared behind the clouds. So oh, okay. And then I think yeah. Jay got like a little streak of it breaking through the clouds. But you probably saw it better on your, you know, devices than we saw yeah. being there in person. Yeah. Oh well. All right. So let's talk about St. Patrick's Day. I do know a little bit of this lore, and I kind of want to wear a snake bracelet or a ring while you're talking about this. But yes. uh, I don't have one. <laughs> I always loved St. Patty's Day. Like, I heard a I was did it up hard. Huh? Okay. I heard a was in there, or I did. I did. Well, then I had kids, and like, it's just another night now. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean by you did it hard? Like, were you, was oh, that I your was night? Drunk. That- yeah I was drunk <laughs> I was so drunk every time like Irish car bombs Guinness like what is everything. an Irish car bomb <sighs> they're wonderful by the way I said that word horribly <laughs> okay so an Irish car bomb is you take a glass like a half shotish, in a beer glass of Guinness and okay. then in a shot glass you pour Jameson and Bailey's Irish cream. Oh, God. And then you drop it in and shoot it back. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) I had about four of them in one night. Oh, God. That makes me want to vomit for you. (laughs) (laughs) They were my favorite. Like Mm, That's a sympathy puke. That's what's going to happen there. (laughs) I had to stop doing those because they did catch up. Oh, yeah. that's. I think four in one night was like my limit. And then no other drinking. Just that was it. Yeah. Now you're like, nope, I'm done. I have to go wash my hands for a little while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you were living it up. You were partying. I was. And then you had kids. Then I had kids. Yeah. But like I laugh because my second job I ever had was the interview was the day after Valentine's Day, (laughs) St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) I was so hungover when I got it. I was really shocked that I left with the job. <laughs> they felt sorry for you. They probably like, did. I, I think like, that girl's <laughs> dying. <laughs> probably. Thankfully, it wasn't right in the morning. It was in the afternoon. But yeah. Yeah. I like to party really hard. <laughs> okay. See, I've never part. I've never like really partied hard on St. Patrick's Day. No. I never have because I always knew that there were so many people out partying that day that I was just like, nah, that's okay. Not today. Well, being in a college town when I was in college, that kind of helped a little bit. Yeah. But for the most part, I think I only went to one, like one um, St. Patrick's Day where I went to like out to a bar. Okay. And it was not very fun. It was more like house parties. Yeah. More house parties. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into like, did you, you said you didn't party. 
Not on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Let me preface that. <laughs> Your girl had her party years. Don't we're not gonna say that for a second. Anybody that knows me would be like, bitch, who are you kidding? I partied. I just didn't party on St. Patrick's Day. Okay. I also didn't the day before Thanksgiving. That's the other really big bar day of the yeah, year. No. And I didn't I didn't do that one either. No. I was always prepping food. I couldn't. I just and I really I just don't care. like people enough to be in a crowd like that getting shit faced. Yeah. No, thank you. No, I'm good. Yeah, I'd have I trust don't issues. Do no, just yeah. come over to my house. Let's let's party there. That's yeah. That was what I did. Okay, so yes. <laughs> so, who is Saint Patrick? He's a tiny little leprechaun <laughs> with a pot of gold. <laughs> Not so much. No. <laughs> he was one of Ireland's saints. He was born in what is now known as England, Scotland, or Wales. <laughs> That's a very wide like, range. They can't decide? <laughs> no. <laughs> They're really. like, he was, just grab a map and here. throw a dart, and that's yeah. where he was born. <laughs> yep. Uh, he was born to a Christian deacon and his wife um, between 390 and 460 AD. They have no idea. None. None. <laughs> These interpretations vary wildly. <laughs> I'm really excited about this. I feel like it's all going to summarize into basically the entire world was just looking for a day to get drunk. <laughs> Pretty much. Awesome. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. So his father was a Christian deacon, but it's suggested that he took the role for tax incentives. Oh, there's still people that do that to this day. Uh-huh. No uh -huh. real evidence that the family was really religious mm -hmm. they didn't get the call but their wallet did yep <sighs> okay okay uh-huh so according to the traditional narrative at 16 patrick was enslaved by irish raiders okay who attacked his home they transported him to ireland and held him captive for six years so patrick later fled to england where he received religious instructions before returning to Ireland to serve his ministry to the people of Ireland. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. So he was held there against his will and then willingly went back. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So during his time in captivation, he worked as a shepherd. Captivation? Captivity? Captivation. Captivation? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I wrote. During his time in lockup. <laughs> Behind bars? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Mimesis, the show of bad fucking words. <laughs> I Evan just goes around saying that all the time. I love it. <laughs> During his captive years, he worked as a shepherd outdoors away from people lonely he turned to his religion for solace becoming a devoted christian okay so after those six years patrick escaped according to his writing 
a voice which he believed to be God's spoke to him in a dream, telling him it was time for him to leave. Okay. So Patrick walked nearly 200 miles from wherever he was being held captive to. Could have been Wales. Could have been Ireland. We don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Was it? Yeah. So after his escape to Britain, Patrick reported that he experienced a second revelation, an angel in his dreams, telling him to return to Ireland as a missionary. Listen, if I just walked my ass 200 miles and now you're going to tell me to turn around and go back. Fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) Right. Like, I just escaped. Why am I going to go back? Yeah. They held me captive. They stole me from my family. Mm-hmm. No. I'd be like, listen, Angel, between mile marker one and mile marker 199, you couldn't have delivered this message? Seriously? Right. right. Worst guardian angel ever. Right. So soon after that, Patrick began Patrick began his training and study that lasted for 15 years. So it was at least 15 years before he returned. Yeah, okay. So he knew he was going to go back, but he had 15 years to prepare himself. Yeah. After being ordained as a priest, he was sent to Ireland with a dual mission to minister Christians already living in Ireland and to begin to convert the Irish. Okay. That's like a contradictory thing. Mm -hmm. If you want to convert them, they can't already be Christian. Yeah, that's not converting. (laughs) It's just preaching. That's what that is. Yeah. So this is where, like, the timeline is weird because this says in 431, which, again, like I said, he was born in 390 to 460. Don't really know the timeline. (laughs) So he could have been 60. He could have been 30. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He could have not been born in this year. (laughs) (laughs) Could he could be a fetus? We don't know. (laughs) Not even a little twinkle in somebody's eye. We don't don't know. We don't know where he was. (laughs) Uh, Before Patrick began preaching in Ireland, Pope Uh, Celent. I don't know. (laughs) Celestine. We're gonna go with that. Okay. So. Before Patrick began preaching in Ireland, Pope Celestine reportedly sent a bishop known as Pallidus to the Irish believing in Christ. Again, you're contradicting yourself. Yeah, they already believe in Christ. Yeah. An indication that some residents of the Irish had already converted by then. One theory Converted holds, from paganism, right? Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So one theory holds mm-hmm. that the St. Patrick of War is actually of two men, Pallidus and Patrick. Okay. Which would understand, it would explain a little bit more the broad time period. Right. Okay. Right. So legend has it that Patrick stood on an Irish hillside and delivered a sermon that drove all the island's serpents into the sea. Okay, but who's calling bullshit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have so much to say to that, but I don't want to step on your toes with your research, so I'm gonna wait. Uh-huh. Ireland is truly snake free, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. 
But chances are that that's been the case forever (laughs) because water has surrounded the island, preventing snakes from migrating over, and it's too cold. Yeah. There have never even been fossils of snakes found in Ireland at all. No, they weren't there to begin with. It was covered in ice for a long time. Mm -hmm. So So snakes were a metaphor. Yep. Scholars believe that the snake story is actually St. Patrick's eradication of pagan ideology. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I 100% believe that that's the truth. Exactly. Because Valentine's Day, pagan. Christmas, pagan. Every holiday has pagan roots. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go well, on. that's that's why Go people. On. I, that see I, <laughs> I see it. I see it. That's why I said that you. I wanted to wear a snake necklace or charm mm-hmm. or something on this day because people that support the ca- pagan beliefs. That's what they do on this day. We don't wear green. Yep. You wear a snake something. Because yeah. that's they were that was what he was saying as he was driving the pagans out of Ireland. The sin, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even though they were stealing a lot of their religious right. and turned it into their stuff, yeah. Like, and I don't want anybody listening to think that this is an anti-Christian message because it's not. No, but if you're going to adopt customs from another, um group of people's beliefs you don't get to take it and then say what they're doing is wrong no no right no no you're doing the same thing just under a different name you're taking the same patterns and traditions and just tailoring them to your beliefs that's not how it works you don't get to do that no not at all and i was gonna say something and now my brain just went (laughs) That's because it's 9.45 at night. It is. <laughs> it really is. It was something, I'll think of it and say it later if I remember. <laughs> something you know, to do with pagan. There, I, I come from a very Catholic family and I have a feeling that if any of them actually listened to this podcast, I'd be in a world of shit. But there was a time in my life where I wouldn't have said it, but... If you just do a little bit of research, just a little bit, at the traditions and where they come from, you will see yep. that that's the truth behind it. And again, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying boo to anybody's religions or beliefs. What you believe is a hundred percent yours, right? And you can adopt the tradition of yes. somebody else's culture, but not appropriate it. Yeah. And don't say, I'm going to take this, but what you're doing is wrong. (laughs) Right. No. Yeah. I think that's what I was trying to say is just that it's okay to, I'm not saying stop and like cut them off the pagan rituals, but the sacrifices, those were a little extreme. If they didn't want anybody sacrificing a person and killing things. Yes. Yes. Okay. I can understand them wanting to stop that aspect of it. But not the entirety of it. Yeah. Yeah. You you don't get to pick and choose the parts that you like. Yeah. No, I get that. So the Irish countryside is many shades of green, but this is going into like how the green became the color. 
Okay. Of St. Patrick's Day. So the many shades of green. Knights in the order of St. Patrick. Why does a saint need knights? <laughs> I don't know. What are you doing that you need knights defending you? Uh-huh. That's what I, I mean, the know. Pope just king. has the Pope mobile, man. <laughs> uh, St. Patrick wore a color known as St. Patrick's blue. Why really? the green? Yeah. Yep. Also, how do you get a color named after you? Because I would really like to do that. <laughs> Yours would have to be some kind of blue, too. It'd have to be a like a teal shade. Yeah. 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 Why did the green become so green and drinking green beer, wearing green, dying yeah. the river to mark the holiday? Um, that association dates back to the 18th century when supporters of Irish independence used the color to represent their cause. Okay. So they were trying to fight for independence. Who were they fighting from independence from? I believe the Roman Catholics. Okay. And green was their, their color. Battle colors. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So until 1700, St. Patrick's Day was a Roman Catholic feast only. Okay. Um, observed in Ireland and without the ruckus, like, the drinking, the partying today. It was literally just food. <laughs> and they invited the Irish? <laughs> That's like going to a wedding reception and finding out that it's a dry wedding. And you're like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> I suddenly have a headache and I need to go home. <laughs> uh, good marriage. Bye. Exactly. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Deuces. Oh, I'm out. You're one of those people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, inst- okay, so they didn't do all the celebrating like it's done right now. Instead, the faithful spent the somber occasion in quiet prayer at church or home. Okay. Um, they started to change when Irish immigrants living in the United States began organizing parades or other events on this day to show their pride. Okay. Uh, for many people around the world, St. Patrick's Day has evolved <laughs> into this crazy day of drinking. Yeah. And yeah. Festival, like with music and food. People that aren't right Irish are on that day. Yes. 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 <laughs> I have to tell you, oh my gosh. Um, my kids were in the car and <laughs> They saw something about St. Patrick's Day coming up. And I don't even remember exactly how it went, but Maddie said something about, you know, it's National Irish Day or something like that. And Ellie commented with, celebrate your Scottish lore. And we were all like, <laughs> what? She was like, yeah, Scottish people are from Ireland. And we were like, no, honey. No, they're not. <laughs> Irish people are from Ireland. Scottish people are from Scotland. She's so pretty. Yeah, this is the same <laughs> child that saw the sign that said um, the Orlando. She saw the exit ramp to the Orlando Eye and she was like, is the Orlando Eye in Tampa? <laughs> Her sister was like, say that again slowly to yourself. <laughs> Oh, I love Bless her. Bless her so heart. Much. Bless her heart. She's so pretty. She has no inner monologue. So like the dumb things we think to ourselves and then we're like, well, that was stupid. She just blurts them out. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's crazy. 
that, I think that's really crazy that some people don't have inner monologues. I know. How do you not? My husband doesn't. Really? No, I'm like you don't talk about him. Like you don't talk in your brain. And he's like, no. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, you don't have like conversations. He's like, no. <laughs> Weird. It must I be know. so quiet in there. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I have a he's hard a time getting nerd. it to. Sh- yeah, I have a hard time getting mine to shut up. Yeah, he sees like numbers. So he's like, like the guy from that um, Russell Crowe movie. Um, oh my god, what is it? <gasps> I know you know the one I'm talking about. He does no. all the figures. Oh. A beautiful Ooh. mind. Maybe that sounds right. He was he all about math. No, I don't think that's I'm it. Not, I'm not wishing death on him. I'm just saying he does math a lot. <laughs> he does. He does. He's gone again right now. Where is he now? South Carolina. <sighs> Must yeah. be nice. I know. Nice and warm. <laughs> Actually, I don't think it is. No, it's, it's like 60 down there. Yeah, it's 82 here. It's not It's not yeah. that warm in South Carolina. But it's still warmer than here. It's warmer than that. How long is he gone for? He'll be home tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Staying yeah. for a while? Home? Yes. Uh, for now. <laughs> I know. This next trip will be to Sweden. Oh, my God. Yeah, we just don't know when. What is he doing there? I don't know. Holy shit. I want to go to Sweden. I know. I told him, I told him if he goes, I want to go, we will find a sitter. How long would he be there? I think oh, probably a week. Nice. Whatever. When we do Scotland, we're going together. Uh, Yeah. If you go without me, we're breaking you up. You won't go. <laughs> <laughs> if you go without me, we're breaking up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I will disown you forever. <laughs> I will okay. still love you. I will still do this podcast, but we're broken up. <laughs> broken up. <laughs> uh, back to St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> countless merrymakers in the United States and Canada everywhere savor copious plates of corned beef and cabbage. Uh-huh. Oh, I love corned beef and cabbage. I'm actually making it tomorrow. Gross. Gross. Really? Is it corned beef or is it the cabbage? Yes. <laughs> yes. I hate the cabbage. Like, I, I love I'm not a fan beef. of corned beef either. Oh, I love corned beef. I can remember being a little kid and your grandma used to make kibasa and sauerkraut. I love sauerkraut. And I can remember walking into the house. I was little. I was little. I was like five or six. And she's like, this is what what's for dinner. And if you don't want to eat it, you're going hun- hungry because this was the 80s and it was okay to say nope. things like that to your kids at the time. And I remember as a child making a choice. Fuck that. I'm going hungry. Tonight. Yep. <laughs> it smells like feet and I'm not eating. It. That was my mom. My mom made boiled dinner. Oh, what's that? Yeah. Yeah. It's as bad <laughs> as what you think it is. It was cabbage, potatoes, onions, carrots with like ham hocks. So gross. Yeah, I'll just go hungry. It's fine. I'll have yeah. a bowl. Of, I'll I, have a big bowl of cereal in the morning, and it'll even out. I'm good. I told them I wasn't hungry, and they made me sit down and eat. And then I took one bite and puked everywhere. And I was like, "That's your own fault. <laughs> <laughs> That's on you. 
I can literally remember walking into the house and smelling kibasa and sauerkraut and turning my happy ass around and going right back outside. <laughs> no dinner tonight. <laughs> like, I love sauerkraut now, but I hated it when I was younger. It's, oh, no thank you. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Okay. So in Ireland, however, it wasn't corned beef. They used like a bacon, a blanket. They used a blanket? Okay. A bacon Here. similar to ham. <laughs> That's ham. <laughs> yeah. So kind of like a Canadian bacon. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was like the traditional. But in the late 19th century, Irish immigrants in New York substituted with the corned beef from the Jewish neighbors in order to save money because they didn't have a lot of money. And it was cheaper. Okay. That's how the corned beef came around. I will go without. Thanks. <laughs> I will go without. <laughs> um, Boston has staked claim to the first St. Patrick's Day celebration in America. Does on... not surprise me. They have a very high Irish population. They do. But so in March 17, 1737, more than two dozen Presbyterians yes. who immigrated from the north of Ireland gathered to honor St. Patrick um, to assist distressed Ironmen's I, uh, Iron Man's? Yeah. <laughs> Iron Man's. Uh, they gathered to honor St. Patrick and formed the Charitable Irish Society to desist. Are you okay? Uh, Do no. you need to lay down? <laughs> I just need coffee. <laughs> Dude, don't drink coffee. It's 10 o'clock. I know. To assist distressed Irishmen in the city. The oldest Irish organization in the north america still holds an annual dinner every st patrick's day so that's why they think that that's the original but it's not it's not that's not not. it no so historian michael francis has evidence that saint augustine florida may have hosted a very haunted lighthouse do they they do i yeah I really want to go there so badly. I like St. Augustine. It's very pretty. I haven't been there yet, and I really want to go. You need to. I know I do. They it's have fun. a pirate museum. Uh, Let's go. I know. It's only uh-huh. like an hour and a half drive from your house. I know. I was almost there today. <laughs> let's go. Okay. So St. Augustine, Florida may have hosted America's first St. Patrick's Day. Um. While researching Spanish gunpower, uh, he found records that indicated cannonball blast to honor the saint in 1600s. How does a cannonball blast honor a saint? I don't know. Like a 21-gun salute? A 21-cannon salute? (laughs) Yeah. Are we sure it wasn't just (laughs) under siege? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) They're like, it was on St. Patrick's Day. It was probably honoring that. No, we were under attack, but thank you. (laughs) We were fighting for our fucking lives. Nobody was drinking beer. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) So... Yeah, so this claim is that the Redcoats started the green tradition of America's largest and longest hol- longest St. Patrick's Day parade in 1762 
when Irish-born soldiers serving in the British Army marched through Lower Manhattan. Okay. I'm thinking like the time of Hamilton and like the Redcoats marching and all of them being like, fuck these guys. Yeah. The March 17th parades by the Irish through the streets of New York City raised the ire of natives anti-Catholic mobs who who started their own tradition of patty making on the eve of St. Patrick's Day by erecting effigies. What is that? It's like small um, monuments in honor of somebody or something. Okay. Of Irishmen wearing rags and necklaces of potatoes with whiskey bottles in their hands until the practice was banned in 1803. (gasps) Oh. But see, banning that, that's, 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 that's not right. <laughs> I can't yeah. even think of well, words. Well, the Irish, the Irish Americans became, at one point, they were lesser than. They were looked down like, on? Yes. Just like the slaves, just like the Asians. That's horrible. Like, nobody, unless you are a Native American who had, you know, your land robbed from you, none of us originated from here. So stop looking down on anybody for where they came from or how they got here, because unless you are a Native American, this is not where you originated. Exactly. Not at all. No. No. I took the ancestry DNA thing. I want to do that so badly. Do it. I'll send you a code. Okay. I don't know what the code does, but thank you. <laughs> it gives you money off. <laughs> I like that. Because see, I don't know anything about my dad was adopted and yeah. I haven't seen or talked to my dad since I was five. So there's like yeah. a whole side of my family that I know nothing about. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to do because obviously your mom adopted my mom. Yeah. So I have this old side of the family that I don't really know anything about. What did you learn? What is your ancestry? I am England and Northwestern Europe, German, Scotland, Ireland, and Nigerian. Nigerian? Mm Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. Did not see that one coming. No. (laughs) Okay. Cool. 1%. (laughs) 1%. Now, the other ones are pretty common. Those are a yes. lot of where people immigrated from. And I, yeah. I know on my mom's side of the family that there's there's Irish, there's German, there's Polish. There's a lot of that in there. Apparently, yeah. we're more German than I thought we were. I didn't know that. Like the, yeah. the family crest on that side is a German family crest. Yeah. I take more DNA from my mother's side than I do my father's side. I'm sorry. I know, but (laughs) (laughs) more of like most of my dad's side of the family was like Irish. Yeah. I, I would very much like to look into it. It's awesome because it like shows you where they originated from. Really? Like my- This is Ancestry.com? Yes. My aunt on my dad's side has it going back all the way to like 1600s. Wow. And my aunt. Doesn't it help you find like people that you're related to too? Yes. I found my aunt, Patty, um, 
my mom kept in touch with some of her sisters and brothers. And I remember having a relationship with her and then met her after yeah. I did the DNA and got a hold of her. And like she, like I said, she took it back to like the 1600s. It's a fantastic thing. That's awesome. Yeah. I want to do it. I don't, I don't know anything about my dad's side. I feel like at some point my mom tried to tell me what, because Strom is my maiden name. She tried to tell me what origin that was, and I don't remember. I think she said Swedish, but I don't even remember. Oh, that'd be awesome. I don't don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll take that for Mother's Day for you. I don't know. If you send me the code, it might not make it to Mother's Day, because seriously, (laughs) if I went through my apps that are open on my phone right now, Ancestry.com is one of them, because I've been, like, really wanting to do it. Okay. (laughs) I'll check my email tonight. (laughs) So what I've learned from today is that from now on, on St. Patrick's Day, I am wearing something with a snake on it every year. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No green. Nope. Wearing a snake. You won't partake in the Listen, don't say I'm not. I'm not going to partake in the corned beef and cabbage. Don't say I won't drink because I'm not saying that. I didn't say that. I wasn't. Not, I know better than I that. Still I still am Irish. That. My last name is Rourke. If I don't drink <laughs> <laughs> this day, they'll kick me out of the Rourke clan will completely. You. <laughs> did they drop the O'Rourke? They did. They did. His yeah. family was O'Rourke before they came over. And then... um when they immigrated to the United States, they dropped the O. But it was yeah. his family is very Irish. Yeah, my last name is German. Really? Yeah, Cher. I didn't know that. Yep. But it's usually without the E. Okay. So they added the E in there. So it was like Shar. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows O'Rourke is very Yeah. I remember being in a grocery store one time and it was on St. Patrick's Day and my red hair was down and I was wearing a green shirt and I was reaching for a case of beer for my husband and a a grown ass man started laughing behind me because he was like, there has never been anything more Irish (laughs) than a little leprechaun grabbing beer. (laughs) Tiny little leprechaun grabbing a beer at the store. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So this was really interesting, though. Like, yeah, I, I knew some of the stuff, but it's it's interesting how people manipulate the date for their own uses. <laughs> yeah. And then, like I said, like, a lot of things were taken from the pagan yeah. ideology. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, just, just admit it, man. Just right. a minute. It makes me think of when we went to Hawaii and they had so many cool customs. And if you like, if you do the hang 10 thing and you don't understand what it means, yes, they will roll your eyes. But if you say roll to, your eyes, they'll roll your eyes. They'll roll you. your eyes. It's a really weird talent they have. They will roll <laughs> their eyes. But if you ask, what is that? What does that mean? Where did that originate from? They will drop everything and be like, let me tell you. And that's the difference. It's a difference between doing it as this is cool. I want to take it as my own and explain to me what this means. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. You know, and there's no, there's nothing stopping you from going, you know what? I really like that custom. I want to use that too, but now I know the meaning behind it. Right. That's the difference. Exactly. That's 
I want to go to Hawaii not to be like the tourist tourist, but to like learn the culture and oh like my gosh, it's amazing. just take in the beauty of what it is. I highly recommend what we did on our last day. Drive around the island, stop and hit every beach you can find, talk to anybody that lives there and just learn yeah. from them. Go and and hit some of the hiking trails. Yeah. We didn't do the tourist shit when we were in Hawaii. We like immersed ourselves in the island and it was yeah. it was the best trip of my life and I want to go back so bad. Yeah. I don't want to be like, oh my gosh, here's another American kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I want to just see it and like leave it exactly how it was. I don't want to yeah. like cause more like destruction. Yeah. If you will. And it's- I want to learn. Hawaii is one place that, you know, everywhere else that I've been, and, you know, I haven't traveled outside of the 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 U.S. right now. I've gone to Canada. I've gone to Mexico, but I haven't traveled, like, overseas yet, so I can't say yeah. anything about that. But in Hawaii, you think you've seen all the beauty, and you think you're adjusting to it, and then you just turn a corner, and all of a sudden, you're awestruck by the beauty of it again. I mean, you see these these mountains and these trees and the oceans, and you're just like, holy shit. Like, the second you think you've seen all the beauty, it hits you with even more. It's yeah. it's amazing. It's the most beautiful place I've ever seen. Um, I, I want to go more places and see more things. But as of this yeah. moment, it's the most beautiful place I've ever seen. So Goals. 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 Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think I have an idea for for our next podcast. What's that? I think I want to do the animated version of Anastasia versus the real story of Anastasia. I love that movie so much. <laughs> that was like one of Emma's favorites. And I was like, I'm okay with this. Oh my gosh. Yes. So, and the real story of Anastasia and the lore behind it. So I think, I think for my next study, I'm going to do Anastasia. Yeah. We've touched on a little bit of Rasputin. Yes. A little bit, but I, I like it. Yes. I, I, I saw something. All the songs. Yes. You can <laughs> sing all the songs. Once Upon a December is one of the greatest animated music or animated. Absolutely. Mo- oh my God. Animated movie songs there we go you're catching it (laughs) i know oh goodness i already have my next one picked out what's your next one my next one is called lost girls lost girls Mm -hmm. what is that (laughs) oh you're in for a treat what is it about I need to know. Give me a little something. Is it what 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 is it? Um a girl who goes missing. Like a daughter is trying to find a mother is trying to find her daughter. Okay. And then uncovers serial killer. <gasps> and this is based on a real thing? Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, I'm excited. Uh-huh. Yes, that's Yeah. Man, and I picked the <laughs> fucking animated movie. <laughs> God damn it. It's all right. I'm going deep. I'm going deep into how the family was killed and all the shit Rasputin did. We're going deep. (laughs) I knew you'd be excited about this one. Yes. So you'll have to watch the movie. Where's it on? Or you can be, it's on Netflix. Okay. Or you can be completely surprised. It's a murder mystery thing. You know, I got to watch it. Yeah. Yes, please. 
Yes, please. All right. Well, we got a lot to look forward to, and this was a lot of fun. So I guess we should get off here and like get to researching. I know. And we can't really say happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy belated St. Patrick's Day. Yes. (laughs) Happy belated green beer day. (laughs) Green beer day. Okay. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye.